Praise the Lord, brothers and sisters. It grieves my heart, first of all, to come to you with this news that uh, one of our dearly loved brothers in the faith had gone on to get his just reward. Uh, it's come on in an untimely manner, but we're nevertheless, we are rejoicing that he's made it over. He's crossed over into the land that floweth with milk and honey into uh, a place where we're all endeavoring to go, working on getting there. Amen? Amen. So let us pray. Dear Lord and Savior, we pray for uh, family members and those that knew our dearly departed brother who's gone on to live his life eternally with you. Lord, we also ask you, Jesus, to touch this world and uh, help this world to turn around and to be a better place. Decrease the violence. Hallelujah, Jesus. Let people turn to you. Hallelujah. And that we'll have a better place to live, a better place to survive. Hallelujah. Put things back in balance, Lord, because right now we're all out of balance. We're all out of sync. Hallelujah. Let's get this place back to where it should be, God. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. All right, brothers and sisters, welcome once again to Into His Word. And we encourage you to share this information, share a link with a friend, relative, or neighbor. Oh, hallelujah. My brothers abroad, my sisters abroad, over in Germany, Italy, France, Japan, all the other countries, I'm so glad that you're listening in. Canada, we're glad to have you on the mark. And of course, everyone here locally within the United States. We're so glad that you are tuning in and continue to tune in because you never know what's going to happen on Into His Word. So we're going to continue here in our endeavor on study or how to study the Bible primarily, but these principles can be used to anything else that you're endeavoring to study. Hallelujah. So before you begin, this is number four on our list. So before you begin, hallelujah, you have to uh, understand, you have to understand. So many people try to read the Bible and study it the same way as they would any other book. And that is incorrect. You can't study and read the Bible just like you would a Huckleberry Finn novel or what's that other one? Um, Louis L'Amour book or uh, uh, what's that other uh, Janet Oak book. This this Bible, uh, this book is far uh, more complex than those, but nevertheless, it's simple. The complexity in it is simple once you're in the mood and have your mind set on it. Uh, you'll find it difficult to understand the Bible when you go at it with the wrong, wrong approach. You won't understand how the Bible relates to everyday living, and you'll begin to think that the Bible is a relatively dull book, and you'll put it down, close the pages, and won't want to read it anymore. You just, ah, I don't understand this. I don't want to read it. I need somebody to help me. I'm too embarrassed to help some, to ask somebody to help me to read this or to help me to understand this. So I'll just stick it to the side, go on and live my life and uh, be myself and just be the best person I can. If I can, without Jesus, without God. But there are prerequisites to anything that you want to do in life. You have to think it through. 
Uh, if you're going to build something, uh, how am I going to build it? What are my plans to build it? So it, it, it's like reading the Bible or studying the Bible is the same thing. You have to have a prerequisite. You must do a pre and a prerequisite is something that you do first before you do what you really want to do. So in this sense, the prerequisite would be, um, how am I going to study? So if you really want to understand the Bible, you first of all, you have to know the author of the Bible. And we know that the author of the Bible is God. And the scripture bears this out that for us to understand the Bible, we need to know this. So John 8 and 47 says, He that is of God heareth God's words. You are ye, therefore heareth him not, because ye are not of God. Now, during some other Bible studies I, was, I have been endeavoring in, I've come to understand that the word ye is plural. Y-E is plural. So he's speaking to a group of people. John is not speaking to a particular individual, but he's speaking to a group. Ye is plural, meaning more than one. Hallelujah. Uh, how can a man be born when he is old? We already covered this before when we talked about Nicodemus and the baptism story. So that which is born of water is water, and that which is born of flesh is flesh. That which is born of spirit is spirit. Hallelujah. So we need to be born of the water and of the spirit. Praise God. We already covered that in another uh, one of the other lessons or one of the other messages several times, and it's been repeated in many different ways. Hallelujah, how important it is that you must be born again. So God has given us provisions uh, to understand his word. He's given us teachers, and God hath set some in the church, first apostles, secondary, or second, secondarily prophets, and third teachers. And we can find that in 1 Corinthians uh, 12 and 28. So in the church, you have prophets. It doesn't say prophetess. It just says prophets in this particular setting of scriptures. Hallelujah. We have apostles secondarily, and we have teachers. And we have uh, uh, prophets, teachers, apostles as well. He gave some apostles, he gave some prophets, and he gave some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. What for? For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ till we all come into the unity of faith and the knowledge of the son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of stature to the fullness of Christ. Ephesians 4, 11 through 13. Hallelujah. So we need teachers in the church, but God has already provided teachers in the church. He's already provided prophets. He already provided evangelists. He's already provided uh, pastors for us in the church and the specific reason is to for the saints not the ain'ts but the saints hallelujah to perfect them to help them with their walk through god with god hallelujah sometimes there could be a special teacher that comes into the scene hallelujah and that special teacher may even be you god commands you to study the word for yourself uh i mentioned this once before and i'll mention it again and probably won't be the last time that uh second uh, timothy 2 15 was one of the first scriptures i used to run around the house quoting to my wife reading it from the bible over and over 
Hallelujah. Just excited about the word of God. Just excited. So excited about the word of God. This happened, uh, I don't know, 15, 19, 20 years ago, sometime like that. But I'm still excited about the word of God. And it says, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly, rightly dividing the word of truth. And that's in uh, 2 Timothy 2.15. So there are some things that God wants us to do. He wants us to study it and he wants us to rightly divide it. But he will give us the knowledge, hallelujah, to do such a thing because we will learn it, hallelujah, as we get a hunger for it and as we really want it, God will open up our understanding to it and give us what we call in the church a revelation. But that special teacher is but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I said unto you, John 14 and 26. So here we have Jesus Christ who says the comforter, but the comforter whom the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, who, who is, which is the Holy Ghost. He's going to teach you. He's going to guide you. That's that special teacher. You know, sometimes you're walking down the street. You're, you have these thoughts that are contrary to the word of God. And you may even be leaning towards uh, doing that, but you feel checked in your spirit. That's the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Checking you in your spirit. And, and uh, further reading from my notes, I says here um, uh, that coming of the Holy Spirit recorded in Acts chapter 2. Okay, Acts chapter 2, we know about that. Through the Holy Spirit, you receive a special ability from God to understand his word. Well, that goes right back to what we said before, earlier, that uh, you have to know uh, who the author of the book is. And once you begin to know who the author of the book is and you're born again of the water and of the spirit, then at that point, hallelujah, you start to receive these revelations from God. Hallelujah. Because God sees your sincerity and that you've stepped out on faith. So he'll feed you and eventually you'll get off the milk and then you'll get on the sincere meat of the word. You know, so the milk is the basic doctrines of God. You know, water baptism in Jesus name, uh, infilling with the Holy Ghost. Uh, um, thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not lie. You know, once you get past all the basics, the fundamental things of God, then he will feed, get off the milk and then you'll get into the meat of the word of God. And God wants us to be meat eaters. Hallelujah. Although vegetarian is very healthy for you, but in terms of the word of God, he wants us to be meat eaters. I remember um, uh, several times one of the pastors uh, a pastor would always say, uh, you eat good around here after he preaches or while he's preaching. He says, I'm going to give you steak and potatoes. So he says, I'm going to give you the meat, steak and potatoes, because the congregation or the people were off the milk. So he had to feed us with the meat. Hallelujah. It is all good to have the meat. But the anointing which you have received of him abideth in you and you need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you of all things and is truth and so and is no lie. <clears throat> excuse me. And even as it hath taught you, you shall abide in him. That's in first John two and twenty seven. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. So the Holy Spirit is a creative power, or the Holy Ghost is the great creative power. And then we can read, uh, you know, um, I have, uh, God has blessed me in such a way, and I was able to, some of the most popular messages that I, uh, as I see and tally up a few of them, a few of the most popular messages that uh, you, my blessed audience, and I'm so thankful for you, have listened to, or will you be there? Everybody needs Jesus. There's a lily in your valley. And then there's a not today. And God is worthy every day. And wow, uh, season three, episode six. I'm in the third season right now of doing this. And man, I am so blessed. I'm so blessed to be able to bring you the word of God to do this. You know, I'm not asking for anything other than you to go and support us. Hallelujah. Help us out. Get yourself a Bible. Get yourself some religious material. Go ahead to the website. Uh, look in our notes, the show notes. Click on where it says Christian books and more. Hallelujah. We got T-shirts at the store. Hallelujah. We want to help you help us. We need your help in getting the word out. Hallelujah. To get this message out because this world is in such a bad situation. That's why I frequently pray for the world because we need a change in life. We need more Jesus and less negativity and less negative news. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. So as I said earlier, we need to get off the milk. Hallelujah. Milk is a level. Uh, milk and meat are at different levels. Let's just put it that way. The milk of God words refer to the simple truths, just like I said. But when you get to the meat, the meat of God words refer to the deeper spiritual truths, which are not easy to understand. That's when you start speaking more of the metaphors and allegories and hallelujah and start getting deeper into the word of God. But you got to it's like a kid. When you were small, you didn't just come out the womb and start running track, doing a hundred yard dash. No, you had to take steps at a time, you know, crawl as a, and then walk and fall, then walk and walk, and then walk and run and fall. You know, there's steps until you begin to, to get your balance. And that's what it is. We need to have a balance in the word of God and in the true word of God and the true meaning of the word of God so that we can go forth and get over to the meat and hallelujah. And once we get over to the meat, then we can get off of the milk. But every now and then, you may you know, take a glass of milk because milk tastes good and milk is healthy. Sometimes you get to get back to the basics before you start drinking those Pepsis and Coca-Colas. Hallelujah. So people have, re have received Jesus as their Savior and been filled with the Holy Spirit, but they have not seen to grow or understand God's word. They are still feeding on the milk of the word. Hallelujah. And the scripture tells us this. As new babes, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby. And that is in 1 Peter 2 and 2. And that's what I said. You know, as you grow up, you know, you desire the milk. But after a while, you get on. The, you got to get on the meat. Amen. Uh, so then we continue to read. It says so in Hebrews 5 and uh 
5, 13 through 14, it says this, uh, For everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But strong meat belongeth to them that are full age, even those who by reason and use uh, and use have their exercise to discern both good and evil. Hallelujah. And that's in Hebrews 5 and 13. So there's a reason for us to get off of the milk and to get on the meat. Hallelujah. So we're unskillful if we're still hanging around with the meat. So we got to move forward. Amen. I know I kind of bumbled through that a little bit in the reading. Forgive me, but uh, my lighting in this situation is not the best right now. Praise God. Hallelujah. But I got to get this out. And you can always refer to your Bible for uh, for clarification if you're not understanding. And that's in Hebrews 5, 13 and through 14. Hallelujah. Praise God. So. Moving right along. So once we get off of the milk, right, and we're starting to get towards the meat, this means that they have a, people have a spiritual immaturity, okay? Spiritual immaturity on their way to getting to the meat. They had envy, strife, division, and sin in their life. Hallelujah. Let's read. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. I have fed you with milk and, and not with meat. For here, for hitherto you are not able to bear it, neither are you able to bear it now. For you are yet carnal. And whereas there is none among you who envy and strife and divisions, are you not yet carnal and walk as men? So this is the apostle saying, I still got to give you milk because you can't bear the meat. But then he goes on to mention, why are you still on meat? What's the purpose? Because you haven't matured. Hallelujah. Because of envy, strife, and division. These are the problems that we have. And some of these problems are right in the church today, believe it or not. Hallelujah. Because in order for us to have true church growth, true revival in the church, there can't be any schisms in the church. Hallelujah. You got to pray through those. You got to do the word of God. Somebody offend you, go to them, make it right. Hallelujah. Let them know that you offended them. And then if they reject that, then go before the church. You got to do it the biblical way. Hallelujah. In the Bible, in the book. If we do it in the book, then we're better off. Hallelujah. Yes. Because then, you know, you free your soul and a person has to contend with the word of God uh, if they're a true believer. Hallelujah. So what is envy? Painful or resentful awareness of an advantage enjoyed by another, uh, joined with a desire to possess that same advantage. So if I'm if I'm advantaged in any way in life, in any situation, somebody can be envious of me because they want the same thing. Strife. What about strife? Is violent conflict. Bitter, it could be bitter, it could be a violent content, uh, what do you call it? Conflict or a strong disagreement that can cause strife. Well, I want to do it this way. Well, you know, brother, sister, I think it's better that way. And uh, it may not go across uh, just that calmly and that peaceably the way I sound it because somebody can just snap and say, you know, I want to go this way. And uh, 
Well, there it is. There's your strife. And then we have the divisions, which is kind of like a synonymous to strife because you have a divided in opinion or interests or a disagreement. So we have these situations, and this not only happens in the church, it happens at the workplace, it happens in life in general. But you think you are spiritual, you have to restore the person. You have to be of a higher level, of a better continence, if you would, and just go in there humbly and peaceably and try to dissolve all this in a godly manner. Hallelujah. No strife, no envy, no division. Hallelujah. And then we start to grow into uh, spiritual maturity. Hallelujah. Well, that's it for today on, on this subject of uh, on, on this part of the subject. And we're going to continue later on, on on another part of this subject. But uh, I don't like to keep you very, very long. If you should have any questions, don't hesitate to drop us a line at my love at at gmail.com that's m-y-l-o-v-a-t l-o-v-a-t m-y-l-o-v-a-t at gmail.com hallelujah you can always give us a phone call the phone number is listed on the website go ahead and give us a shout out that way hallelujah we're so glad that you're here today let us pray dear lord and savior thank you for this opportunity to share your word with those that are hungry and thirsting after righteousness. God, we ask you that you keep your hand upon us, Lord, and help us to study your word, to show ourselves approved, not unto man, but unto God. Until we meet again in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray that you keep everyone safe, keep everyone secure. In Jesus' name we pray. God bless you. Until we meet again.